Welcome to the Spring Forth Podcast, a ministry of the First Congregational Church of McGregor, Iowa. This recording was made for March 16th, 2022. Hello again. We've just finished the second week in Lent, and I do hope that your Lenten practice is moving along, that you feel like you're making some accomplishment, that you feel that God, the presence of God is is more tangible, and that your everyday thoughts and deeds, there's a heightened awareness of how God would have you use your gifts during the course of the day. I've been noticing that Lent is still a difficult season, liturgical season for people, because of the discipline, the spiritual discipline that is required to keep a daily devotional, to remember to refrain from the things that we said we were going to abstain during this 40-day journey. But primarily, it's the stillness. People have a difficult time with stillness because it's been woven into our culture, at least American culture, to always be busy, to be doing something, to be seen doing something, to be on the move, to be accomplishing some task, whether it is tending to routine errands and chores or trying to make money, or trying to launch this or that enterprise, or volunteering. And this constant collision between the invitation to be still for spiritual reasons and this notion that if you aren't on the move, if you aren't doing something, you're shiftless and useless, those two conflict. And oftentimes people for want of not being accused of something that they would find embarrassing or demeaning, they opt out of stillness. Even if they've been encouraged by their faith community and their pastors and their spiritual mentors to try it out, they still feel like, I don't want to be labeled as lazy. And maybe what some of us should have done two weeks ago as our Lenten promise on Ash Wednesday was to give up the notion of being driven by the opinions of others, and maybe even some of the horrible opinions that we impose upon ourselves. Stillness is so important to our faith formation. A person who's constantly on the move, a person who is constantly moving from one project to another, always in conversation, always in a flux of move, never has a chance to actually hear what God would have them to do. This is why our worship services are often deemed as boring because people say, there's not enough movement, not enough activity. The music needs to be peppier and the message needs to be peppier. People always have this sense of wanting to be entertained in some sense. Like, well, I'd go to church if it weren't so boring or I'd be involved with 
spiritual things if it weren't so boring. What is this hesitation? What is this fear that we have against being still? Being still. Waiting upon the revelation of God. Being able to just sit with a moment of silence. To not have to be anywhere or to do anything or to take any calls or to watch any programming. Just to be with ourselves for a few moments that we might be able to have God guide us. What are we running from? I've been noticing that people are feeling as if somehow they want to cram as much living as they possibly can into their life. Vacations upon vacations, they volunteer, they get on several different boards. They work, well, some people have to work more than one job just to make ends meet, but some people just take an extra job because they just have this energy to burn. I'm always suspect of somebody who keeps themselves excessively busy. And I guess it's particularly poignant to me now in the season of Lent to know that some people have, they didn't get that memo. That at least for 40 days, at least for 40 days, you don't have to be full force. There are plenty of things that will get done because there are many people who are involved in the things that give you interest. These things will get accomplished. If you feel that somehow it won't get done because you're not involved with it, then your problems are deeper than your fear of stillness. We need more time for reflection, more time for introspection. We cheat ourselves when we go to church and the moment we sit down, we get all anxious if the pastor goes too long or if the choir has an anthem and you didn't plan about that or all of a sudden the service doesn't go to its prescribed 60 minutes. You know, we can always be on the move. That is our prerogative. But we can soon find ourselves being on the move towards nothing. Being busy just for the sake of being busy. No accomplishment, no achievement, no direction. As we move into this third week of Lent, if you have found yourself spiraling out of control, even against your own will, even if you said, I'm going to keep these few minutes with God, I'm going to read this devotional, I'm going to have prayer time, I'm going to keep this appointment with God, and you found that maybe you kind of fudged a little bit, maybe you didn't finish the devotion, maybe you didn't read it, maybe you read it but you didn't do the prayer part, maybe you read it but you didn't read the accompanying scripture, you get to that later. And we fudge because all of a sudden the day's agenda is mounting and time is ticking and we've got to be on the move and oh, we move the clocks forward and I thought I had extra time and now I don't. We're only hurting ourselves. I always believe that the time that we spend with God informs everything else that we do in a given day. So if we can just make that time and keep it, and appreciate the stillness, then perhaps that might inform our movement and our activities 
And then we can consciously choose how we want to spend our energies when we finally know what we're supposed to do with the energy that we've been given. Don't mess up your Lenten season by getting too busy and too out of control. Take that time for stillness. We're still in the season. We're not quite yet towards Easter, bursting with new life. You've made a commitment on Ash Wednesday. And I hope that you can keep it. Think on it. Pace yourself. And be safe out there. God bless.